When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Listeners, we have some exciting news to share with you. The whole Deeply Graphic Design team will be partnering with the Adobe Max Creative Conference this October 18th through the 20th in Las Vegas, Nevada. Designers from all over the world come to Adobe Max to rejuvenate their work, their process, and the creative journey. Max is the perfect blend of information and inspiration, practical knowledge, and creative magic. Not only will we be there for live interviews and episodes, but the Adobe team has also arranged for a special discount for all of our DGDC listeners. Use the code 17PDPC, that's 17PDPC, to receive your discounted rate. Stay tuned for more information on future episodes, and we can't wait to see you at this year's Adobe Max. You're listening to the Deeply Graphic Design Cast, the show about all things design, from the creative side to the business side and all points in between. Follow the show on Twitter at Wes McDowell. Want the gang to answer your question on an upcoming episode? Send in your listener question to questions at thedeependdesign.com or via Twitter using hashtag DGDC. Here are your hosts. Wes McDowell in Chicago. Mikkel Morrison in Seattle. Nick Longo in Los Angeles. <laughs> well, All right. I don't know why we're Things back together. Again. We're alive. Nick, today. I like how I can see you go like this yes. when you push record. Like he, oh, he kind of makes a little bit of an animated motion with his finger when he hits record. <laughs> it's very Wayne's World. Uh, Love yeah. it. a little bit. Awesome. So, um, yeah, so we're we're gearing up for our uh, Vegas trip, and I guess we should say, like you know, hearts hearts and prayers are with oh, those my in God, Vegas I know. that had that um that horrible, was, yeah. I was horrific tragedy, and um, I had tickets for it as know, well, and didn't go for that concert. Yeah, Are you kidding me. Yeah, and was there the last two years, and it's it's a shame because it's the wow. best. It's one of the best three day events you could possibly go to, and it was so well done. And to see this happen, and I've got some students that like have friends that were affected by it and injured, so it's like. It's close to home here in LA. We're so, you know, yeah. Vegas is like Yeah, no, undoubtedly there's listeners that gosh. have been affected with with loved ones, even acquaintances that yeah. they that they had um that were attending. So, you know, whether you're in, in Vegas or traveling at the time that that all all that shit went down, absolutely hearts. Oh my to gosh, you. I know for sure. And yeah. hopefully it doesn't I hate when it's anything to do with the arts because it's like the the it, yeah. when it's any anything that suffers or makes people second guess about going somewhere. It's like, damn, I just well, hate now that, that it's happens. A, now we live in a world where you're not safe if you stay at home or you travel. Yeah, it's exactly. It's just the way it is right now. It's awful. Yeah. So it's yeah. a big fat, big fat joke. Who knows yeah. when it's going to get better? It's ridiculous. I know, I know. Yeah. So I'm, I'm actually anxious to get there. I can't wait to see. I mean, like, it's Vegas is going to bounce back. I know that, but it's just such a sad thing yeah. to see this happen in a great area. where I'm still waiting for yeah. a notice from Adobe Max to come through saying we're taking extra security precautions. Oh yeah. I, oh, you know the you know Mikkel Morrison. You, you will have bodyguards right. with you at all times. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I'll, I'll put in the request. <laughs> extra security detail here, but um, but uh, you know, segue. So like, so yeah, we we feel terrible about that, and 
you know, prayers with everybody who was affected. Um, we are having said that we are going to Vegas. Um, is it next week? It's coming right up. It'll be the, the 18th, 18th, 18th through the 20th. Uh, so it's next, so, the, the not next prior. week, the week following. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So For Adobe max. Yeah. Yeah. So it'll be great. And like, and we finally got the, the little floor plan of where we're going to be and all that. Yeah. Next to Panasonic. Yeah. So, um, yeah, look at us! A pathetic little look, screenshot. Look at us, the, Mongo, the, the, just... the big boys over there, right next to Panasonic. Yeah, come on. <laughs> so yeah, we're. Towards I know and somebody the... else who was the other big one that were kind of nearby. Um, I can pull it up while we're talking, but um, yeah. Yeah, so... there's another kind of big, and I was like, oh, <laughs> that's, that's exciting. It's like, how how did we get here? This is uh, yeah. it's, it's strange. Yeah, who's who are these but... neighbors? This is awesome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's really awesome. But we'll definitely yeah, – um, we're in uh, 528 um, right next 528. to the Panasonic booth in the back of the marketplace. And so if you are there, for sure, obviously, you're going to see us. So stop by and say hello. But also, too, we'll um, keep you guys updated on our social media accounts for if we're going to try to do a meetup or if we're going to be around a certain area. You'll know where we're at and uh, would love to meet as many of you as possible. For sure. oh, I wonder if we should yeah. do that again is kind of before we travel, make the announcement at this location. Let's let's have some yeah. cheer. Let, or do you want to just, just uh, yeah, let's just leave kind it kind of, a of mix up. Let's make it a secret yeah. and we'll be like, you're going to know five minutes before. <laughs> no, but, um, yeah, kidding. but follow us on Instagram at uh, deeply graphic. And then that way you'll kind of be apprised of uh, where we are, what we're doing. Um, so if anything like that pops up, you'll know where we where we're at. Yeah, so and follow our it'll stories. It'll be fun though. We 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 plan on talking to a lot of people when we're there, um, both our listeners and speakers that are at Adobe Max. So like we mm-hmm. want to get a lot of amazing content for the show while we're there, um, since we're going to be around so many experts. Yeah, so that's going to be a great opportunity for us to get some experts lined up and do some kind of live stuff and hopefully get a lot of a lot of shows for the for. Next, however many shows, yeah, we get that will be great. Yeah, looking forward to it. It'll be fun. So, yeah, um, before so this is going to be a fun show all about design <laughs> fails. So, we did um, we did ask you guys for uh, for some submissions for times you have failed in the design <laughs> world and what you've learned, and we got a few doozies. So um, <laughs> we're going to be sprinkling those throughout the show, and you're definitely going to want to stick around for the last one. Um, it's pretty damn funny. And so. it's a mystery to Mikel and I, too, so we're looking forward yeah, to it. <laughs> I'm the only one who's read it. Um, oh, and also a special shout-out to the two people that um, – remember a few episodes ago, guys, we we asked specifically for a few iTunes reviews that said pretty – Oh, yeah. Pretty, oh, pretty did we get them? We yeah, yeah, yeah. Of them. yeah so oh, shout out to you awesome. Guys that. That's yeah. great. <laughs> did you guys watch the new episode? <laughs> I didn't yet, no. Oh, wow. I'm, uh, I'm glad it inspired it's, it's uh, some cute. reviews. Perfect. (laughs) Nice. So before we get on with the fails, it is time to talk a little Skillshare because we love Skillshare so much. It's a great way to to learn new skills. Um, You know, if you're looking to keep your design skills sharp or learn the next new design hack, it's perfect for anything like that. Um, So with over 3 million members and more than 17,000 classes, Skillshare truly is the Netflix for online learning. Um, you can take classes in graphic design, digital illustration, DSLR, DSLR photography, social media marketing, much more. Anything you need to either get your creative creative juices going or take your business to the next level. 
Um, and the Skillshare classes, of course, are taught by industry experts and experienced professionals. So it's great if you're looking to build your career or start the side hustle of your dreams. Um, so looking on there right now, I just went on there, and there's a lot of really cool new classes cool. that I just saw. So I like the DSL. Oh, I like wrong. the uh, DSL. DSLR. I don't even know what it is. Yeah, I have a, for you to say I have a kind of nice camera, and I don't know the first thing about using it. And what a great experience it would yeah. be to learn in your own, you know, time on Skillshare. Yeah, I, I, that's a great idea. In, get in and out easy. That's mm-hmm. the whole point. Like it's not going to take up your whole day. Yeah. Um. So right here, just just recommended for me. I'm seeing Facebook ads, image creation mm-hmm. for beginners. That's a that's a course. So. If you're doing uh, Facebook ads for clients, it teaches you, you know, how to make that image that's really going to make an impact, which is kind of the most important part about a yeah. Facebook ad. Yeah. So um, get in and learn that. Or what else did I see? Oh, there's a cool one taught by Rand Fishkin from Moz, all about SEO best practices, like the new, the newest stuff you need to know about SEO. Nice. And of course, all kinds of just really creative design courses. Um, if, if that's weirder, if that's more your level and what you're looking for. So, um, basically Skillshare is giving our listeners a one month free trial of unlimited access to all 17,000 classes. Go to Skillshare.com slash graphic to start your free month today. So check them out. Killer. All right, cool. So on with the design fails. This is one of those, um, cathartic shows to talk about. (laughs) You can sit and laugh at us, basically, for the Because <laughs> we um, did. Who wants to go first? Who's got a good one? Mikkel, you want to go? I'm happy to go first. Go for it. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so let's see. Tell a this story. Was, this was really not that long ago. This is great practice. We should have these episodes every so often because they're never going to go away. Well, at least, I mean, like if whenever you're human. We yeah. If you're hu- human and you have humility, this is a good, healthy thing. Right? It is, for sure. <laughs> exactly. Um, so I was approached by a client that was referred to me um, in good faith. Mm-hmm. And the kickoff was a major bitch fest by the client, just complaining about their former experience with the designer they had engaged with initially. He Always or she flag. had taken um of of the same industry web and print media concepts from a competitor uh-huh. of theirs and they had discovered that their designs were very much in line with their competitors w- way after the after they had launched after they had released a ton of um oh. media announcements mm-hmm. yes so that was bad juju for that designer no no tis tis that's yeah. never a good thing um, it makes work go pretty quickly for the designer. Oh. <laughs> I'm done in five minutes. I'll just, oh, yeah. This is very similar to the other client's project that I was just on. I think I'll just whip this, <laughs> whip this up really fast then. Utilize this exact same assets. Right. Um, so that was discovered. Bad. You know, not, not a good situation. They're disclosing this situation to me. And I basically apologize on behalf of the design industry that some creatives do that. Mm-hmm. That that's not that doesn't make us look good. I'm sorry that that happened to you. Let's start fresh, clean slate. I basically tell them they're going to be wowed mm-hmm. by what I deliver, right? Mm-hmm. It's good. part of my pitch. Good. 
we hang up, we meet face to face. I'm getting a chance to really get to get a handle and on their their brand and their product and their services. I do a fair amount of research. I put together first round concepts and long story short, I just missed the missed the fucking mark uh-huh. by a long shot. It's not great. Yeah. They're not impressed. Yeah. And you can always tell the feedback that comes through that's really kind of gently putting it nicely, but you know they're like, yeah. are you kidding me with this? Reading between the lines right. a little. Yeah. Oh, sure. <laughs> so so I thought, okay, wow, pressure's on. I'm not going to be sleeping next couple of nights. I really got to step it up. Do something completely distinct from what I had delivered first round. I mean, maybe take it, take it to the edge. Really – you know, really stretch the concepts this time. No, didn't happen. Still not impressed. <laughs> but did you, you at least, what? did you try? Unfortunately, like, did you the do reason that? this store, I mean, it was really, it was a shot to the gut, right? My confidence went. Yeah. So in that sense, I mean, I was probably a terrible wife. I was complaining to Jason through and through. He, he really saw that it got to me. And it had a, it was impacting my life at that time, right? Yeah. And my self-worth, yeah. to be honest. <laughs> so... Um, now it feels okay to talk about it just because, you know, you have your, uh, by and large, you have your, your several successes, but every once in a while you take a bang. Yeah. And if it weren't for that lack of balance and the successes weren't take, you know, far more sky high then you know, this wouldn't even be funny now. Yeah. But, um, they basically, you know, cut their losses, paid me what was agreed upon and probably engaged a different designer they did still ask for source files for me in case the next engagement they had they went through what took you know was com- a complete zero itself. But yeah. Um, yeah, so much for really chalking myself up, <laughs> talking you know playing playing the game so to speak in the beginning. You know, trying to make them feel confident in me. I did a tour of their facility. I like, yeah, I just. It was almost like it, you it thought really naturally it was going to happen. Naturally, I'm going to nail this. Like I'm doing all the right process, but and it just, yeah. right, and it really would have felt amazing had it been a great experience, and they saw that the designs I was I was delivering were were really truly awesome. Mm-hmm. But so, but given their sad experience prior to me, that's what made it uh, even worse. Yeah. You're like uh, just a nu- yeah. now is uh, all graphic just designers are like me this. because oh we want to refresh our brand can you help us it was coming to me with a terrible story yeah and they I was already gonna had a bad experience right yeah. they already had a bad experience so that I was yeah. gonna be able to you know kind of ch- turn that to a 180 and turn it yeah. around for them yeah and that well, so me, did not happen <laughs> well let me ask you a question Mikkel like did you think that what you gave them was good or did you know it was terrible. When you, I will like, never deliver anything that in my mind is terrible. Well, I know, but that's, I guess, the wrong way to put it. But were you self-conscious about it? Or did you do you still look back on it and think, like, I, I kill, stand I, by I, that, I, I that killed client. it, yeah. Because no. the reason I – oh, you don't. So, okay. Because the reason I ask is whenever – that is always a red flag to me when I talk to a client who says, well, but by the way, yeah, never mind in this case because if, if – I'll – all the other person did was copy someone else's site. Mm-hmm. Then that's yeah. ground. Then that. Then they that's really a a quite awful. Yeah. But you know what? I, this uh, this brings up another um, discussion that might be worth mentioning. You know, when you you're overthinking concepts, and yeah. they really do look quite nice and polished, 
And you just need to send it. Stop sleeping on it, having a fresh eye come morning. I mean, I was exhausting the process. I I absolutely was opening up the PDF every morning, mm-hmm. fresh eyes. Okay, if I'm the client, what do I think? And I was thinking, oh, these actually look pretty, pretty okay. Mm-hmm. I don't. I would. I would have never. I would have never delivered anything that I thought at the time was half ass. Right. I just didn't know if you meant like you had just given it everything you had and like you kind of were. You're I mean, like in hindsight, probably not. Like, yeah. this is maybe all I can do. In hindsight, yeah. probably not. But I know what I delivered wasn't shit either. Sounds like a lot of it just was the combination of what you did, what the, what their opinion of it was, and what their prior experience was with a designer. All adding it was up to also just really difficult to work bad. with their yeah. microscopic photography. Um, and and by that I mean the product, the the technological product that they were. That they they were honing in on yeah. and selling was ex- is extremely small. Yeah, I mean they these are engineers. Yeah, it was that industry where it was it was going to be tough to begin with. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. it's not to say you can't. Sure, I mean that's no excuse, sure. right? Yeah. yeah, I can't say that's an excuse. But um, but yeah, now you, you know in hindsight, don't you think that will always be the case? I mean, I'll look back on some logos I've been delivering now ten in ten years and think, oh. You know, yeah. If I if yeah. I had a chance to revisit that, I Timing. know that I would deliver but, something. But hey, all you different. can say to yourself is, "Did I do the best at the time?" You know, and and that's that's when I can look back and see the things that were where I maybe had yeah. dropped the ball. And so those are the ones to learn from. But if you did it all and you did your best, and it was just not a good yeah. a good chemistry with at them at the time, I what, believe I did think I yeah. did my you know exactly. my best. Right. But hey, yeah. and it's and it's like, did it deliver the objectives of the of the project rather than you know, like I was talking about, I, I like to take it out of the realm of like, does, hey, do you like how this looks versus does this hit the nail on mm-hmm. the head of what you're trying to accomplish here? For your audience. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Knowing the industry. That's always the more Yeah. That's a good question, point. So. That's yeah. a good point. Yeah. And yeah. you know what? Sometimes, I mean, Wes, we've worked with individuals and reported to individuals like this where, you know what? You, you have... You you have to deliver when you say you're going to deliver, even if it's not yeah. totally totally amazingly beautiful. Mm-hmm. You have right. to deliver, and it was co- that was combining with the situation at the time as well. Got it. I okay. had to, and you know, which is prob- deadlines oftentimes are a good thing because otherwise I would have overthought mm-hmm. it even more. So, oh yeah, if you have no deadline, you'll just keep like, and if if you have the right kind of personality type to just stew over fiddle, something fiddle, forever, over fiddle, you will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The best thing to do is turn it in. And say, even if you have to say, like, it's not exactly 100% where I want it, but let's at least have a discussion. Where do you think? Yeah, based on where I'm like, at. What do you not like about what we've got? So we can proceed. And that might help me because I'm kind of at a standstill. Yeah. But, I mean, come up with a better way to say it, I guess, than that. But um, A standstill yeah. so, and or what is it? Writer's block. Say it's a writer's block. Yeah. It would be a design, creative, creative block. block. Creative block. block. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Creative block. Yeah. We all have it sometimes. So what did you learn from this experience, Mikkel? What's your takeaway? You know, I just, think... Just, just copy next time. <laughs> just copy another side. Just find the competitor and copy. Yeah. <laughs> I think, I think, um, this is a good example of a project that I probably should have... You know what? I'm happy to look over concepts with the designer that you engage with, but I don't think this is the, the proper fit. Mm-hmm. For me. Yeah. There you go. Like you kind of, so you kind of knew it up front that it wasn't I was a yes lady. Fit. I never said no at the time. Got yeah, it. yeah, yeah. I took it, yeah, took that's... it, took it, no matter what. 
That has, that has a lot now to do with I, my story. Now I know yeah. to just get a good read yeah. on what, what your niche is and where you're, what you're good at. Know that ahead of time and call it before you waste anybody's time. Yeah. Totally. It's a tough lesson to learn, but it's an important That one. is so hard. It's so much easier said, right? <laughs> yep. Exactly. Yeah. No, like, and as much as I preach that, you Me we too. all know my stories. Like, I've... Me too. Every now and then, someone will get through my net that I knew shouldn't have, and uh, you pay the price every day. I'm yeah, with you. So. I'm with you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. Cool. So... Uh, let's go right into, uh, we got a story from Ricky, so let's, uh, let's go ahead and listen to that. Mikkel, Wes, Nick, it's great to talk to you guys again. You said to send in your worst graphic design stories, so here we are. I work as a web developer, but before this, I worked as a social media manager. You see, there's no graphic designer position in between that. As you are, Wes, I'm self-taught, and I did a lot of graphic design within these positions, I still do to this day, but, um, you know, I'm... Lacking a couple of things. So in my previous position, I was actually assigned the task to make a digital billboard. Now, I had never done anything like that before, digital or non-digital. So I got this, you know, this billboard done. But one, it wasn't really good. But even worse was the letters were teeny tiny. I mean, you couldn't see that 50 feet up in the air. And it was embarrassing. So I couldn't even go like, I couldn't go down the road where it was at. And I didn't tell anyone I was doing it for a long time. So it was horrible. It was up for three months, three months. I was like, oh my God, I can't, I can't deal with this. I can't go down that road. Um, but you know, it all passed and I learned from it. Whew, that one was a doozy. All right, cool. Thanks, Ricky. Um, thanks for sending that in. And we always love hearing from you friend of the show um that is love it yeah it's pretty painful when you do something that you're you're really not proud of and then it's three months you, know, you have to drive past it <laughs> literally uh, like, along the side of the road um, oh wow so <laughs> i can imagine going well out of my way for that if... yeah i remember seeing something i did and it was up on a sign somewhere and something wasn't centered so properly and <laughs> it bugged me for so long and now every time before i send something that's centered i literally will do like five checks <laughs> to make sure that thing yeah. is centered not just yeah. actually but more visually you know because there's a difference <laughs> but uh i love yeah. that he brought up the scale part because that if you're you are moving from one thing to like you're maybe used to doing small print whatever now you're doing something of a billboard size this is a very common thing to not even know to even look at that is the scale of the font and the type correct and is it going to be readable you know yeah wow and i don't having never really I've had, designed I've anything had, like that i've yeah, had it's so tricky you... that scale thing is tricky with those i, I definitely yeah. understand i think the best thing to do would be like and i we're doing this in, with my class right now and always what i tell them to do too is and I, I have to learn this lesson as well. Stand back, stand away from your computer every once in a while, especially if it's something big scale, because we are so close to the screen. Stand back a little bit, look, and then these mock-up things could be really great too, where if you can get a picture of the billboard that it's going on or the, or the building it's going to go on and mm -hmm. drop your art to scale on there and zoom out a little bit, see, see what's going on, because chances are that's where you're going to see a mistake like this, because you can't see yeah. it if you're reading it and it's on your screen. You don't, and you might think, "Oh, oh my God, it's four hundred and sixty-five, you know, point." <laughs> Still might not be big <laughs> enough, <laughs> you yeah. know? Yeah. And it, like a thing about it, like a billboard too, is like one message. It's, it's oh, not yeah. a place to list out bullet points. Good point. I don't know if that's what you're, what Ricky was talking no, about. No, absolutely not. Yeah, it's not. It's not yeah. a brochure. It's nope. one 
specific message and that is it. Well, sometimes right. like you see the on the you'll see a, a, a hashtag or a, a website at the bottom of a you know let's, yeah. like you're saying it's only headline only and whatever. But sometimes it is. It's like this light gray on white and it's really small. It's like, did you not want me to see it? Like what you know? So like, was it a mistake or not? So I think you still got to right. continue. There are some stuff now that we want these call to actions that you're going to maybe put on there. That's something to think about. But I agree with you that the, the billboard should be headlines only. I, I totally agree. But I'd love for him. Maybe he's got to send us a – now, I'm sure he's got a picture of it. <laughs> we we got to share with that. Well, I'm sure he's burned all the copies. He's, like, driving out of the way. To, it's like having a horrible one-night stand and then having to run into him at the bar every night. It's like, what was I thinking? <laughs> That's hilarious. I just wanted to go away. All right, cool. So uh, you want to go, Nick? Or yeah, you go? I, I'll, Next. I came up with this this morning. I was thinking about trying to look back at um, yeah. what was... By the way, guys, yeah. we, we got an email from Nick an hour ago saying, God, I, I cannot think. <laughs> I just can't think of a good fail story. Like, <laughs> I'm going to have to think on this for a bit. Thanks for calling that out. Nick, I, <laughs> I thought a little behind the scenes. I, think, I would uh, love to say that there have been many... <laughs> many small and mediocre ones and I couldn't and so they were I couldn't think of them I even called old co-workers I was like what did, where did I ever drop the ball ever what, did, what did I messed <laughs> up on and and you know it, I was I talked to my buddy Brian and he, he was so funny he's like when did you get off of a phone call or an email and you went oh my god I, I'm completely deflated I can't believe I I was trying I really wanted something where it was a full-on mistake something I did I should not have done and and should have found a way around it not I thought I did my best and, and then it didn't work yeah. out. So yeah. right at the beginning, first year of freelance, and I just left my corporate job. And here I was thinking, I'm big shit here. I can, I can handle these small clients. I've been handling these big clients. And you, you go into it so like I can handle anything. First, second or third job that came to me was actually a website. And we all know Nick don't do websites, and Nick never will. But like, this story is probably why, right? Yeah, it's like, but, but like you said, Mikkel, the whole idea of like you at that time, I'm just saying yes to everything. I'm like, yeah, this came from a, a friend uh, when I was, yeah, told, he heard I was doing this. I was like, I know this law firm; they need a new website. We meet; uh-huh. everything was great. I handled the meeting well. I handled all the correspondence well. Then we were getting into the nitty gritty and. I'll be the first to say it wasn't so much me failing at the execution of the website. It was not knowing how to take a website project, which I had never done, and put it into my formula of process and how I work. I could do Uh the logo. I could do a brochure. I could do whatever else you need, some packaging. But I couldn't fit the process of that into my particular way of working. And it was showing. And Mm. you can look at the trail of emails over the – three months, I think that we worked on this and slowly other people were kind of chiming in to, to reiterate what the owner was saying. And it was just me not getting it. And then at a point, I'll be honest, I, I was kind of not caring. I was like, hmm. I, I should have never taken this cause I'm not interested in doing websites in any way possible. I don't think in this way, it wasn't a good fit yeah. for me and it, it, whatever about a week or two later after me kind of knowing that I should have been either, I should have either exited or I should have ramped mm-hmm. up and found someone to help me to, to finish it off. I get an email and it literally blew me away. It was just like, we no longer need your services. That was it. They oh. cut ties. Wow. And I def- automatically went into defense mode of like, well, you didn't give me assets and blah, blah, blah. You know, I'm thinking about this can't possibly okay. be my fault. And let yeah. me tell you, 
ever since that day and any time I'm in that situation where I feel like I'm just one degree less than where I should be, I think of that situation and go, I never want to get that email again from anybody, let alone a client. But, um, holy crap. It was, it was like you're saying, it was like that breakup. It was like, I'm just, we're done. You failed. And I didn't even want, I I couldn't even respond that. What was I going to be? I, some crying baby with excuses. I did. You you just left it then. I, I wrote back with a, uh, so sorry for the situation. I I wrote something, but I made, I made it Totally clear. I was really after like, you know, you write one email, you delete it, you write another email, you go, can't send that, delete it. <laughs> and I got yeah. I got to just the most sincere, like I'm I'm very sorry, and left it at that. And we're it's a small city. I see this person all the sure. time and completely Oh really? Yeah, I mean completely avoid and <laughs> move away oh you you still see you still see every person? once in a while okay. it's yeah we're very closely located in this in our little woodland hills area but I, i'm so thankful for it man because this is the whole reason i want I, I love this idea of this this topic is not everything is perfect not everything we and that's all we project it seems like or anyone we follow or look at and see online it's like no one is talking about this and and before i even forget i i just did want to shout out to a guy on twitter this guy his name's ben stanford and he i was thinking of this idea and he posted something on twitter that just said it's time we as designers we share our failures our pitfalls and our hurdles more than anything because of what it can help you know and that put it into a a phrase that I went, wow, this is really what we should be talking about sometimes. And, mm. you know, and, and no shortage of them. We're all sharing them and hopefully <laughs> helping other people. Yeah. But, you know, yeah. that was oh, mine. Yeah. And and I, I can honestly say the lesson I learned is that I, I just make sure everything is put in place at the beginning so I never get to that point again. And monitor monitor your level of engagement, even if it's yeah, because like you, you know, Wes and, and, and Mikel on these bigger projects, if you know, I have projects that are three days and those are great and you can get, get them in. But the three monthers mm-hmm. or the six monthers, boy, your your interest level can ebb and flow. So sure, you have to be your own police on yeah. that. And and I yeah. learned that really, really, really strong there. Yeah. Yeah. Having the process is so key and I can see the yeah. the downfall if you're doing something brand new, you don't have the process. Yeah. So no. yeah, that would that would be really I'm trying to remember the last time I like, kinda of did a new kind of thing to where like I can't remember. It's been a while since I've done a brand new kind of thing. So Sure. But probably when I did we started websites, yeah, you, you, you make it up as you go. But um, In the beginning you sure do. Yeah. And and, and, works for and this you, was but. this was at least four five years ago. And um, what's interesting, too, is I think back then, even though we were all online or listening to podcasts or this or that, I feel like now I have built up enough great relationships and associates of all over that if this if something new did come up, I can reach out to three or four people and say, hey, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm playing ball in your court. What can you help me out with? How, yeah, good. you know, yep. and thankfully, that's why we, we do this, you know? Yeah, so yeah, absolutely. There you go. All right. Well, thanks for sharing that, Nick. I know that was hard <sighs> for you. Oh. <laughs> Give me a minute. He'll never design another site. <laughs> yeah, there's the biggest lesson. Never yeah. doing a website. <laughs> stick to the stick to print. Um, all right, cool. So now we'll uh, we've got another audio fail story from Kyle. So let's uh, listen to Kyle's story. 
Hey guys, this is Kyle with Salt Foundry. It was difficult to narrow down all the lessons we've learned over the years to just one, but this is a fail that has helped us the most. My designer fail comes from the first year we opened our business. I was leading a project that was for one of the larger clients we had at the time. Along with the rest of their deliverables, our client was uh, wanting some custom apparel for an upcoming event. Unfortunately, that event was coming up very soon and we didn't have a whole lot of time to go back and forth on the design. In an attempt to please our client and make sure they had their apparel in time, I sent off the design without getting the last written approval. Uh-oh. Of course, there was some outdated info included in the design, and our client wasn't able to use the apparel for their event. Lesson learned. Always get the final approval before sending the design off to print. This error has helped us set up plenty of systems to make sure failures like this don't happen again. Uh, ouch, Kyle. Yeah, that's a... Uh... <laughs> That'll happen if you don't get the approval, and um, yeah, that's this is. A, I, I become ever, so yeah. stringent on document having everything documented for before I proceed mm-hmm. with anything, including yeah. payment. Yeah, <laughs> I think where Kyle is like, you got to give him props, and I I know when I've ever done this, and I've done this a lot, it's because you were trying to be as super proactive and productive. Pro- yeah. And, Efficient. And, and this, yep. this happened just the other day where I sent a proof off to a client and it was a low, I always send the lower as PDF. Cause I was like, I don't even think of sending this to your printer and accidentally printing it. She sent the PDF low res printed it. She writes me back the next day. It's printed low res. I was like, that's because it was not the print file and didn't, oh, you know, boy. so like oh, no. she was almost being the proactive one and going, boom, you know, um, but it would in uh-huh. what how Kyle described, and I've done this a few times too, where you're like, I'll CC the client, but maybe my wording would have been, could have been wrong, and the printer thought it's all ready to go. And this has happened a few times where a banner or something was made, and uh, the client was like, no, I didn't say anything. And yeah. the printer was maybe CC'd on or something. So it's all about being, it's not like it was a mistake intentional. It was definitely him trying to be proactive and get something, keep the process going. You know, sure. And I will say too, like I having worked in kind of more corporate design jobs, I will kind of give you a word of caution to anyone who does anything like this, and you you kind of pass it along to your, um, you know, superior to to check it out and mm-hmm. see like proofread everything. What will happen is they might miss something too, and then guess who they're going to still blame? Of course, mm-hmm. when it comes back, like it, the buck mm-hmm. should stop with them. But yeah. it almost. In almost every corporate situation I've encountered, they will throw you under the bus in a heartbeat. And, so and your clients, too, just in make the same sure way, right? Yeah. I know I have not caught things. I send it to them to final approve and signature, and it's gone to print, and there was a mistake that either I made that they didn't catch or they made and no one caught. And that's – I know. So it's like maybe that one last review of everything to make sure everything is good should come from you. Yeah. I, I yeah. know. I'm trying to implement that as well. And we'll see a little bit more of this style mm. of fail uh, coming up. That's Ooh. all I'm going to tease, but there's a twist. So. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's a tease for you. Yeah. All right, cool. So I guess it's my turn for my story. Go so, for it. Um, yeah, so mine is about uh, pricing mm-hmm. and bidding without enough information. Okay. So, um, so what happens is, so I've got my uh, web developer who I've worked with forever, who I love. Um, it's taken me a while to find him, and he's, he's really – his rates are really reasonable. So what I have ha- what's happened with me and him lately is I kind of assume what his rates are going to be. So um, 
I took on one of the biggest web projects I've ever had. This is still a client. Mm-hmm. It's still in development. So this is kind of a fresh wound for Ooh. me. Um, one that I haven't really stopped paying for yet. So <laughs> what happened was it's the biggest one I've done. It's a lot of moving pieces. It's e-commerce. Um, so what I did is I kind of had it basically more or less, um, you know, my, my developer told me more or less what it was going to cost, but I didn't really provide all the details yet because it hadn't been designed yet. So I just wanted to get a sense of like, what do you think this kind of okay. project is going to cost? And then what happens is we start the design phase and things get more complicated and things get more visually interesting and there's a lot more moving pieces and there's a lot of filtering of the products and stuff that I hadn't really brought up to my developer to begin with. Um, these are just things that happened in the design phase. So what happens is we do discovery and then I kind of ask the developer preliminarily, what, what is this going to cost ballpark? And then I put together the proposal to give to the client. They sign it. This is what the price is. So then we go into the design where it gets all at stuff gets added and added and added. And I'm not thinking that it's adding up in my head. I'm just thinking these are all, it's all game for, yeah. for the project. So what happens is we get to the point where the whole site is designed and approved. We love it. We love the functionality. We love what it's doing. And then I send it to my developer to say, okay, now, now what's like the real cost going to be on this? Um, it was a more than double mm-hmm. what I thought it was going to be. Oh man. So yeah. So what that means is. What were you expecting? Now, what were you expecting? I was expecting it to be around $3,000. But uh, my cost, you know. But how much more than what was originally planned? Like if if he said 1,000 yeah. and now he's saying it was 2, were you expecting so 20%? I, I was expect I was expecting around 3 grand, it ended up being 7. Okay, gotcha. All right. Which takes quite a bit of a chunk out of the project. So Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's that's a tough one to swallow because we did so much work to get this where we wanted it. And now like my compensation is much further down than I okay. wanted it to be simply because I was not keeping my developer in the loop. Yeah. And what I should have done, so what I've learned from this is, you know, from now on, yeah, you get that kind of ballpark quote, but I think you need to do a little bit, I need to do a little bit more preliminary um, kind of sketching and or thinking of the kind of functionality that might be included. Yeah. So I think what happened was like the the filtering mechanism added a lot to it. Um, so that needed to have been shared up front. Like I should have known up front that this is probably something that the site's going to need. Uh, keeping that in mind, what do you think the ballpark is now? And then as you as you design, you should probably be showing things to your developer so they can say um, that's going to be that's going to double the price. So you might not want to show that to the client. Yeah. You know, so I think the key here, the main takeaway is communication, communication, communication mm-hmm. with yeah. the people on your team. Like, cause if, so, you, if you look at that the, would have saved the day. If you look at the input that was given to your developer, sorry. Sorry. Damn watch. It's so loud. <laughs> <laughs> if you, if you compare the input of what you gave your developer before all the design phase went in and then the input he got, afterwards i mean mm-hmm. was it was it that much more that it the price should have gone that much more mm. as yeah, far as I mean, the challenge look, yeah looking back on it because what i what i tend to do is i use a lot of shorthand with him at this point because we've been mm-hmm. working together and i i always feel like i have a sense of what he's gonna charge yes you know what i mean yeah 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 on so many i got projects. you and then this just happened to be a 
I knew it was going to be a bigger one because it's e-commerce, which I don't normally do a lot of. Yeah. So I knew it was going to be a lot more moving parts. Um, so I, yeah. I built that into it. Like I didn't think it was going to cost the same as like a, you know, brochure, brochure site. site. Yeah. But I built in some. I just didn't build in enough. And I always kind of rushed to him for a ballpark before knowing, yeah. before telling him what he needs to know. Yeah. So that's something that's got to change from here on out. Because so how, yeah, like how do you do that? Surprise. Like, and is he he's overseas? Yeah, he's in India. Yeah. So it's almost like you want because you want to give your client the ballpark and the idea of what it's going to be. But if you go through that whole design process and it grows, what's the best way to go after it? Do you do you, do you tell them that hey, development charges could change based on the next phase of development with you? I mean, you could like, for a certain client, but a lot of clients aren't going to want to go for that. Yeah. So I think that the smarter thing for me to have done would have been to spend a few more hours up front to really th- to really do the research of what yes. kind of functionality. Like I should have known that that filtering mechanism was going to have to I be gotcha. part of it. Yeah, and so- I should have known um, just uh, – I can't think of the other elements that drove the price up, but there were there were definitely were some. And I should have been more aware of Interesting, those yeah. up front. I, I, I just got lazy up front thinking, oh, we can just kind of quickly get this through when I should have spent more time on it. Definitely. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah it's I a good lesson that. there, man. I've been there. Well, it's, it's a hard one to learn, but you know. Especially when you just talk about the subcontractors ever. and bringing them in. It's like that's a whole other fee that you're not yeah, controlling oh, yeah. as well as if your own in a way. Oh, so. Yeah. Good call there. Yeah. yeah, it's good to know. I'm. I, I, I'll learn from that. <laughs> yeah. With my That's next, like, with yeah. my next developer and website project. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, so we'll have fodder for the next fail show. That's that's what you're saying. <laughs> okay. So this one comes from Joshua, and uh, this is my favorite. I think oh, this one wins the prize can't for wait the to day. Hear this. So, not not to hype it up too much, but here <laughs> it goes. So he says, when I was first striking out as a graphic designer, self-taught. I was creating a church bulletin. On the back side of the bulletin, not the funny part yet, on the back side of the bulletin, I reserved a place for um, sermon notes. But instead of sermon notes, I spelled it semen. Notes. <laughs> oh, shit. Well, no. I knew it was going to happen. <laughs> yeah. You saw where it was going. Oh, no. <laughs> wasn't realized till after it was already being used. I learned to always triple check my spelling oh. and to make the client spell grammar check all of my designs as well. Hey, at least it was a free and not a paid job. Wow. Semen words of wisdom. When I heard church, I was like, thought back to our last uh, clients from hell one going, that's (laughs) the one area to stay totally far from. So bullet point number one there, but oh, dude, that is the worst. Oh, that is just so awesome though. It is. Uh, I would give (laughs) it. Yeah. I probably would have done that on purpose. That's just me. (laughs) Cause I'm going. I know where I'm going. Exactly. It's all good. Oh, what a great story, man! Well, I guess yeah. the biggest lesson here we're learning is type and uh, proofreading and <laughs> making. It... Yeah. Oh my gosh, dude! Oh, it's a, it's a common theme. Yeah, that we, is always awesome. Make sure you do that because uh, you know once you get the big man upstairs involved, mm-hmm. it's it's no joke. <laughs> all right, cool. All right, so before we get to our listener question, well, first of all, thanks, you guys. Uh, thanks to um, yeah, thank you. That's Kyle, fun. That's Ricky, fun. and Joshua for sending those in. Great um, stuff. Yeah, it's um, we love it when you guys respond to our call. So, um, but anyway, awesome. before we get on to the listener question, let's talk some Fresh Books, baby. Mm-hmm. Fresh Books makes 
the best cloud accounting software for agencies and freelancers to help you work smarter, get organized, and most importantly, get paid quickly. We love getting paid quickly. So um, all new FreshBooks rebuilt from the ground up. Um, they've just redesigned their whole interface and built it for the way we as we work as designers. So, you know, it's even more designer friendly than it was in the past. And it all, it's always been pretty good and now it's even better. So um, truly in, intuitive interface that actually makes invoicing seem sexy. And you can <laughs> create and send really professional looking invoices in under 30 seconds. And with literally two clicks, you can set yourself up with the online payments and end up with money in your pocket. Um, you know, 60% of invoices are paid within one day. So that's great. Um, and they've got the project feature, which allows you to share files and messages with your clients all in one place. Um, what, what are the, the thing, what are the things you like the most about FreshBooks? What's like a, what's the feature you love the most, Mikkel? I just got off the phone with a rep yesterday. <laughs> oh yeah? You're classic. Yeah. <laughs> just chit-chatting or? Yeah. <laughs> How's it going? You guys want to meet yeah. for coffee? No. Um, <laughs> I had a question about the app that I downloaded, and they are just so straight to the point. They like, they help me straight. There's a Mikkel Hall of Fame in the yeah. offices of FreshBooks of all <laughs> yeah. of the certificates that they helped you with. <laughs> like, oh my gosh, Mikkel needs a numbers. lot of help. Yeah. Mikkel needs a lot of help. So I'm sure we're going to get a call from her today. Uh, man, man your battle stations. Oh my gosh. Um, but we, but we love the automated late payment reminders. That's kind of my favorite feature. So. If you send out an invoice, um, you can just set it up to be automatically, um, so they automatically send these payment reminders. So you can be the good cop, they can be the bad cop, and you get paid. So Hell yeah. anyway, long story short, we could not live without FreshBooks. Um, we, we've been using them for years and years, and that's the best compliment we can give them, is that we keep we keep paying the invoice yeah. for their service, because we love it so much. Um, but if you want to try it, if you're unconverted, you're going to get a free 30-day unrestricted trial um, for our listeners. Just go to fresh, freshbooks.com slash deeply graphic and enter deeply graphic design in the how did you hear about a section. Once again, free 30 days, unrestricted free trial. Go to freshbooks.com slash deeply graphic and enter deeply graphic design in the how did you hear about a section. Okay, so today we've got an audio question from Khadija from uh, Iraq. Nice. So we've got, uh, that's, I think that's our first Iraq question. So uh, let's take a listen. Cool. Hi, guys. This is Khadija. I'm based in Erbil, Iraq, and I have a graphic design freelancing business. My question to you guys is, how do you determine what kind of raw files, assets, go into a graphic design package? Uh, I will be specific with an example I recently had. I had my first paying client this past month, and she had initially told me that it was a very low-budget operation, and she really liked my work, and so I couldn't, she couldn't pay the price that I first quoted her for, so I, I went down in my price. And um, as soon as I developed the logo, and I was trying to figure out what kind of files she needed for the logo... She had asked for the raw files because her husband's a designer and they can then design whatever they need from there, which rubbed me the wrong way because I knew once I handed over the raw file that I would be giving away all of my future work from there. And also I didn't feel that what she paid for deserved a raw file. I didn't make a contract or terms of agreement, so I felt really stupid at that point and I kind of just gave her the raw file. Uh, she really loved my work, so she asked for business cards as well. 
and she char I charged a very low price for the business cards as well. And when she asked for that raw file as well, I kind of lost it and told her that, you know, the price that she paid for doesn't, you know, allow for me to send raw files because you simply really didn't pay for them. And I'm, the thought process behind it is that if I give you all the raw files, like what are you going to come and ask me for next? You're probably not going to ask me for anything. And that is where I need your guys' help. Um, I need to know when I'm pricing and when I'm packaging, what is appropriate to give and what is not appropriate to give. And I do not want to operate as like a low-end graphic design firm at all. I, I want to give three kind of three price options, price point options, and then from there decide which kind of assets to give them. So I'd really love uh, a, a guide in the right, a, a guide, guidance in the right direction. I look up to you guys, listen to this podcast religiously, and I thank you guys so much for, um, you know, taking our questions. Thanks, guys. Great question there, Khadija. We were like just talking about this, and I think it's such a good point to bring out of what you got to do in advance when you're putting together these packages. And I totally get what you're saying. I, I hate giving the raw files. I don't know about you guys sometimes, but like, then again, you, you kind of are giving them raw files if it's just AI and, and different things for branding and logo development like she's doing. So mm -hmm. there's no really no way around not giving them that. I think it's what I'm fearful of is giving them anything that's in de like development raw files. Like, and I think you got to be very clear. And if she, I loved her idea about package packages that's great because then they'll yeah. see what they're paying for and like when did we talk about it with value pricing where we were talking about grouping and kind of almost making that middle one like a destination that everyone would love because it just sounds like the best of both worlds maybe try that tactic yeah. because if you're if they want them you should know that up front and they should have to pay for it it's just like the rights of ownership that you transfer over if they're buying they're buying your art right they're buying your stuff so it's now they have yeah. the rights to it if they want the raw that put it put it in your contract now and make these make these packages i think that's a great way to do it what do you guys think yeah, yeah so I for love me the idea. yeah but for me like i'm trying to think whenever i do a logo mm -hmm. um that is that is one thing i end up giving over um, because they have to have like a vector file that they can sure. use at any size, and that is inherently editable. Uh, yeah, unless I'm wrong. Unless yeah. there's not, unless there's like a, a like a, a vector file that's not editable that I'm unaware of. But um, that's just part of it. So I think the better advice we should give is rather than different price points, I would just say raise your prices across the board to where that's just um, part covering of the, it. That's, that's covering included. it. Yeah, it's covering it because you're already doing it. Right, because what's the other alternative? You just make them like a really big JPEG file. Yeah, um, and that's not that's part just of creating a more work for you. Yep. Yeah, because you you will always run into you can never control what someone's gonna do with your no work, and unless, unless you somehow put in your contract that you own the IP to it, um, but even then, that's gonna be hard to enforce. I think you just need to not charge a cheap price for cheap deliverables. You just need to charge a fair price for all the deliverables that they would ever need. Yeah. She, Do you she, guys agree with that? Yeah, or? I think you're right. Cause she had mentioned she, they lowballed her and she was, she did it for a lot less than what she was comfortable in doing. And yeah. then they asked for more at the beginning. So you realized your two biggest points, one ask for more upfront 
and include it anyways and make sure it's listed in the details. So if they do question your pricing, you could be like, well, look what you're getting. You're getting, I'm giving you, you're going to get like mm. 70 files. You know, you, you want to give them, you give them your PSDs, your PNGs, JPEGs, AI, PDFs. Then also to make sure they don't mess with anything, add in the graphic standards. Do a two-page thing of do's and don'ts of what you can't and can do with the logo. So, and that's part of the package. If they want it, if they, you know, you don't do it without that. So it's a, it's yeah. a definitely a learning process, you know, what she was saying when she got through there. And, um, but it's a great thing that I've never heard anybody talk about that. And I, I'm just dealing with that too, with little things. Like you're like, you are giving them that stuff anyways. Yeah. You know, and I think it's dangerous when you start thinking about the value you're giving to your clients as the deliverable, like the deliverable is not really the value. The mm -hmm. file is not the value. The value no. is what it does for your business, right? So the use of it, the use to start, of it. Yeah. yeah. So to start thinking in terms of like, well, this file is more valuable than that file. Just, I think you just need to raise your prices across the board. I um, mean, you, you did say Khadija that this was your first, I think, freelance client. I think yeah. that was how the question was started. So, you know, the, this is the kind of stuff that will happen to you in the beginning. And the, in the spirit of this whole fail episode, you know, you, you learn from it and you adjust accordingly. So yeah, yeah. yeah, I'd say go ahead, go ahead and raise those prices to something that you consider to be fair. Yep. Totally agree. Yep. Not See, a... we just made you more money. <laughs> ka <-ch> ka <-ching. laughs> yeah. Aren't you glad you listen? All right, cool. So thank you for that Khadija. And thanks for the, the kind comments in your question. We really appreciate that. Totally. So, um, so keep sending in the listener questions to questions at the deep and of course, we love the audio ones. Just send in the MP3. Um, and once again, if you guys are going to be at the Adobe Max conference in Vegas uh, the, on the 18th around there, we would love to have you drop by our booth and say hi. And um, we'll have our recording gear with us. We're, we would love to do some on-the-fly yeah. uh, listener questions, anything like that. Like We haven't quite worked out what we're doing programming-wise while we're there, but we're, we will be doing some app. We'll be doing some liveness, some live shows, whatever that entails yeah. over there. So come out and press the flesh and meet us. And uh, how about you buy us a cocktail? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm Shots. down for that. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> cool guys so this is the last episode that's going to drop before we go there so i uh, hope to see you all there oh, that's right definitely yep. um anything else to add before we end the show guys i think we're good all right cool well with that in mind keep designing catch us next time on the deeply graphic design cast